Mates, welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. My name is Tommy Dasolo. Sitting opposite me is the other half of the show, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. How you doing over there? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah? Yeah, I'm excited. You're excited, yeah. It's a beautiful, brisk, 49-degree day in Melbourne. It's, uh, no, it's all right. This is, is about it? as good as it gets for me. I think I was walking around outside. Anything hotter than this, I, I bunker down. That's yeah, it. yeah, it's yeah. pretty. Well, you haven't cracked into shorts yet. I know. I've got long pants is, on, so it can't be too bad. Yeah. I'm off to Adelaide tomorrow, so when this is being heard, I'll be in Adelaide probably. Yes, should we plug that? Yeah, You're doing sure. gigs all over Adelaide. Yeah. Adelaidecomedy.com, I believe. Yep. Yeah, go to that. That's easy. Yeah, with friend of the show, Nick Cody. Yes. That'll be good. Yeah. Good times. Uh, he's not only on this show a million times, he's actually next to me on stage. <laughs> For the rest of the Next, week. you're doing a double act. Uh, probably. <laughs> well, he pops in enough on this show, so he just yeah. pop in on my act. Probably. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'll have t-shirts as well. If I may be so bold as to plug some things I'm doing, I'm doing a, a new stand-up show at the Brisbane Comedy Festival, the Melbourne Comedy Festival, and the Sydney Comedy Festival. Uh, if you go to my website, tommydaslow.com, come down and say g'day, mates. It's going to be fun. And also, we should announce this. Should we announce this? Um, well, it's not on sale, but you can. Yeah, Dum Dum Club uh, will be doing live shows at the Melbourne Comedy Festival oh, in the town hall. In the town hall. Wow. That's oh. town hall. Every that, Monday night. Why did that get a round of applause? That's wow. weird. From people we don't even know. Like, <laughs> uh, he left the door open. The just, cleaners are pretty excited about this. The, oh, yeah, the news came in and it brought dash. people into the studio. God, it's so excited. You can't buy tickets yet, guys. No, I just get out to, of our studio. I just want to clean until it's open. <laughs> hey, before we bring the guests in quickly, we've got a bit of mailbag. Should we right. get to a bit of mailbag? Yeah, sure. It's a bit of stuff going down on our Facebook page. Uh, if you're not on it, join it because we, you know, we put stuff up on there from time to time. Um, uh, I, I do enjoy how funny our fans kind of tend to be on the page. It's a great chance to have a whack at you, Daslo. Apparently, it is. Yep, yep, yeah, it is. Uh, I, I'm enjoying for some reason this week a lot of interest in our girlfriends. Did you notice that? A lot of messages directed. Uh, one guy here going. It shits me the way you guys can't talk about your girlfriends using their names, particularly Tommy. As regular listeners, we know you have girlfriends. Just use their freaking names. <laughs> yeah, why do they do they want to see them? Do they want to look them up on Facebook? Why does it matter? But we have used them before. Like we've we've let slip. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why we don't. It's just you just. Don't. I well, I know why I don't because my girlfriend tells me not to. <laughs> because generally my stories are, hey, check out what my girlfriend did, fell over in the mud, and now she's retarded, <laughs> or whatever. Whatever my stories go like, I don't know. Falling over in mud is the co- the prime cause of retardation. Yeah. Yeah. Dangerous. I don't know. In, whatever in I bang women. on about, I don't know. I don't listen. Well, then one guy here has gotten on. And gone, Tommy, when I was at Disney World this past November with my family, I annoyed the piss out of my wife by looking at every name tag of every female selling glowy toys. I wanted to get a picture with your girlfriend so I could feel a little closer to fame. Never found her, though. Not sure she's real. I think you made her up just so you could go to Disney World by yourself and not look all pedo-ish. Which is very, is very odd. Yeah, that's not 100% accurate. What do you mean? Well, that's, that's not true, is it? That she's what made up. That you're a pedo. That oh. you, you went there for that's, that reason. No, it's not 100% yeah. true. <laughs> that's it is saying. a percentage that's not 100. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then, uh, and then he's followed it up with a comment on his own post. I think she, brackets my wife, thought I was checking out everyone's tits, yeah. which is, you know, pretty yeah. fair. That's a long way. It's a long way to go just to look I, at breasts. I mean, I kind of resent that. Like, you know, if you're just going to go around and look at tits, that's fine. But don't drag me and my yeah. girlfriend into it. Don't use us <laughs> and our love just the alibi. as an excuse to just look out people's racks. Three months you know later, what? he's got back home and he's, he's typed that up on the Facebook page and then said to his wife, see, look, it was it was to do with Daslo. It wasn't yeah. me looking at the breasts. It was yeah. Daslo. See? Context. Yeah. And now this guy's wife hates my girlfriend, which yeah. is why I can't name her, 
because there's going to be a girl out there gunning for her going, you're the reason my husband was checking out tits left, right and centre at Disney World. Um, hey, can we do this? Uh, no. I, I think you've already been told this maybe, but a oh, uh, friend of the show, I, I, you know, this show generally degrades into, into conversations about your voice and yep. the timbre of your voice mm-hmm. and, and, and maybe the, uh, your sexuality, or well, not your sexuality, <laughs> sexuality. your, your That's gender. That's a new one. Your That's gender. a new one. No, your gender. That's it. My sexuality is about the only thing that hasn't been attacked on this show. <laughs> Your gender. Uh-huh. Um, Kate McLennan, friend of the show. Yes. Been on the show. Uh-huh. She's, uh, she, has, she had a tale for me last week, which I think she may have told you already. But I, For I context, I was, I was living with Kate McLennan and Toby Trustlove for a month. Yes. While I was uh, between homes. Yeah. So... And, and, and Kate said to me last week that uh, she had her, what was her cousin? Female cousin came around? Her little... Uh, her uh, niece. Uh, her niece. A young niece. Right. A young niece. A mm-hmm. very young niece. And uh, said that she was playing peekaboo with the young Tom, Tommy Daslow, and mm-hmm. Tommy Daslow was getting right qu- quite uh, back into it. And they were going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and then it all sort of finished. And they said, uh, "Oh yeah, gee, um, she's uh, she doesn't like guys. Uh, she, usually, she just likes to uh, play with girls. Usually, you know, mm. she's usually uncomfortable with girls." Yeah, yeah. So no, that's a diss on me. I think that's more of a diss on the kid, <laughs> future lesbian. You're looking at there, if that's the case. Nah, that's a diss on you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I wouldn't be telling you. It but it was because what was happening? I was there at the kitchen table uh, on the computer doing some work, and then Kate's <laughs> sister and this kid were there, and the kid just came up to me, and I waved at it, and then she started tugging every, your dress. Did you, and just, then did you just say waved it. at it? I waved at it. Yes, yeah. I waved at the child. Yes. Um, I don't want to use its name so it doesn't get stalked on yeah. Facebook. We know that it's Because you're niece. going out with it? Is that why? Yeah. Is going like, out with a child. Is this like a certificate to work with children? You just have to refer to it as it. So hang on, hang on. My, I just my, wish I knew who these people were. My age has gotten a go. My, my, uh, the, the sound of my voice, all this. And now I'm allegedly a pedophile as well. Is hey, that, don't forget is your that what's weight. happening? Don't forget your <laughs> weight concerns as well. I'm a fat, young, <laughs> King girly voice. Pedophile. <laughs> I'm feeling like I shouldn't put my own name out on the show. Just so everyone, people looking me up. Um, all right, let's get into it. Let's introduce oh. our guests. Uh, we have uh, two guests for you today. Our first guest, it is his first time on the show. Ooh. He's originally from Perth. Now he's based in Melbourne. Uh, please welcome to the show, Jimmy James Eaton. Yeah. yeah. Konnichiwa, mates. Now, you're not Japanese, yeah. just no, for that's anyone just who's confused. Just something for the Japanese listeners. <laughs> do we have any Japanese listeners? I don't think we do. I, I don't think we do. Oh, man. What's Hong Kong for hello? Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't want to be racist. You're trained in improvisation. Yeah. You should have been able to come <laughs> up with something. Stop there. blocking they, me. They speak, uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, and. Stop trying to space jump yes, out of and. this. They speak very good English over there. there uh, so it would probably be, hello, sir. I thought they didn't speak good English. That's why they listened to this show. <laughs> or, or maybe you struggled with the uh, uh, with you saying what what would they say in Hong Kong <laughs> <laughs> rather than calling it That's an actual language. language. Hey, you Hong Kong. That voice just then. That was our second guest on the show. You know him from the project. Please welcome back into the show, David Thornton. Yay! Yay! Now, I think of memory. What was I on the second, third? You were, you were pretty early days. Yeah, you were number that, three. That was you, a, 
That was at uh, RMITV. Mm-hmm. RMITV. What am I talking about? RMIT radio. Yeah, yeah. We, we, went, we went on TV and then downgraded to podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> this yeah. is what it's always been. <laughs> yeah. But I do like it now how you've rounded out to basically picking on all of Tommy's four <laughs> That's basically what you guys well, you progressed were on the to. first episode that my real name came out in the open. Oh. For, also. For, for the true dum-dum train spotters yeah. out Classic there. dum-dum. You, mm. you tried to edit it out because you were like, this is not making <laughs> yeah. the air. And Chandler and I just kept <laughs> ripping you. What a different different show it would be so if I had managed to edit it out. So Where would the show be now? Let's just recap. Your real name is Katie Allsop. Is that, is that, <laughs> is that it? Is that... No. Yes, right. very good. Ariel, thank you. Oh, Ariel. Ariel. Yeah. Oh, re- oh, that was what your your mum and dad were going to call you if you were if a girl. If I'd been a girl, yeah. Ariel. Oh, wow. Ariel Flashbacks Allsop. to stuff I don't remember. Yeah. Okay. Is yeah. your father's name Triton? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little Mermaid fans. Yeah. 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 Did you, had, you make a deal? If you had gills, you were going to be called Ariel. Is that yeah, it? Yeah. Right. My brother Flounder, he really, <laughs> and Sebastian. Yeah. What a family. And your cousin yeah. Aquaman. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then he saw Beauty and the Beast and wanted to call him Candlestick. Um, here's a bit of news we forgot to mention up the top, uh, re- relating to uh, an old, old mate of the show. You may know him from his work as sex author. Oh, Gene Hackman. Oh, yeah. Sex author's very own Gene Hackman struck by car while riding a bike. Yeah, didn't that's that, sad news. Didn't that send us into a frenzy? Yeah. It's, you know, when, when one of our own gets, yeah, gets exactly. affected. I mean, we don't normally talk about the news. Yeah, but... when someone from such a great movie... Such a sex author gets damaged. That's, uh, I mean, that's, I mean, that could cut out the the, the long-awaited sequel. Mm. Yeah. I am not au fait with this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, for oh, first-time yeah. listeners and for Dave Thornton, uh, a quick recap of the story was: a friend of mine went to an audition for Wheel of Fortune, right? And it came up with the with the like actor and character, and it was clearly Gene Hackman was the actor, and the the character was. Like, there was only a couple of spaces missing, but it was clearly going to be Lex Luthor. But he didn't know what it was, and he guessed sex author. <laughs> That's great. But he, I don't know if I've mentioned this part on the show, because that friend of yours, Guy Shields, Shields. Shieldsy, yeah. to his friends, yeah. uh, he came up to me after we that episode had come out and said, oh, I heard the story. But, you know, Carl kind of... Carl sort of stitched me up a bit. He sort of told it wrong. Like, he made me look dumber than I am because the part that he left out is that it said actor and then role. And I thought it meant role as in, like, what the character did, like the character's (laughs) profession. And I'm like... You should thank Carl for leaving yeah. that out because that makes you look dumber. <laughs> yeah, Lex, yeah. That Lex... seemed, he seemed silly before, but now. Yeah. <laughs> you can imagine him acting it out, you know, it's like, like one of those playboy, you know, writers. Yeah. Long time reader. This is yeah. the first time I sent the letter in. Like that's what Gene Hackman's typing away in the title. Yeah, that's writer. what he was putting in on the, uh, on the custom slip when he was leaving the airport. <laughs> sex author. Oh, okay. Well, good luck in Austria, sir. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been good if sex author didn't fit in the little boxes that they yeah. Maybe. And sometimes they give you when you've got to fill those things out where it's like a box for each letter uh, where they'll give you like two, like blatantly too few boxes. Yeah, yeah, so you've yeah. got to put like architect or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or you write sex author and they don't believe you and take you into the back room and they just <laughs> hand you over yeah, just yeah. 40 loose leaf pages and go, right, yeah. end to end, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Give us a story. Yeah. <laughs> then they put the gloves on and you get a bit of sex nonfiction going yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Dave, last time you were in here, I believe we concluded by talking a bit about IMDB and we were fascinated with the rankings and don't know how to break this to you, but someone, someone tweeted us coincidentally last week to say that they just listened to that episode 
and you're down to like number eight million or something. You oh, have plummeted in the charts. Really? Yeah. yeah. Which I've and been... you've, you're on TV more now than you were back then, well, which just goes to show. Not impressed. Yeah, yeah, this show should skyrocket you up about two places. But yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna do a lot more sex authoring and <laughs> yeah. get myself back into the. I don't know what it's based on because here's the thing, right? It is it is hard to get things on there, and it's 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 clearly a, a pretty airtight, watertight uh, uh, ship. The old IMDb. There's no However, air or water getting through there. None. None, none whatsoever. Yeah. However. That's why the, this... you, 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 your water rat's appearance didn't get in there. That's <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I was face down floating dead corpse number two. <laughs> I you did were, a great job. You were also in Bed of Roses. Yeah. Is that a show? That was, I saw you that was that. a show. Very good. Yeah. That's plummeting. Very that's good. that's <laughs> not helping. You made, you made me believe that you were... I bumped in to actually uh, only a few days ago, a couple of the actors who stayed through the entire series, and I was the son of the main actor. What happened to you? How come you uh, did... Well, basically, what they did is they used a little device, which probably in the industry can be called sending them to Yabby Creek. Yeah! yeah. 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 Good old... Yeah. Off, off to Perth. So... Yes. I went to Perth. Oh, yeah, I, you I, you went to Perth. I was going like, to say, if you went oh, to Brisbane, if you went to Brisbane, you could have moved in with Scott and Charlene. Oh. Yeah. Nah. Got moved across yeah. to Perth. So I got a job at Subi. Oh, that's right. what I said oh, to mum. Got a co- coaching job at Subi, mum. Oh, awesome. you, oh, that's and right. You're goes, a footy player. That's Good right. on you, Shannon. I said, yeah, talk to you soon. Drove off in an MX5. <laughs> <laughs> I watched those episodes because when, when I had a job on a show, I had to watch random stuff that was coming up on TV and Bed of Roses came up. I went, I want some thorn bags. Some thorn yes. roses. You should do, you should do a, your own spinoff on YouTube called After Bed of Roses. And it's oh, like, like what perfumes. you've been doing. What you've, you know, you've. You got sacked from Subi, so now you're working at the nudie jeans store. You know, it'd be great. Yeah, yeah my Joey. You know how <laughs> yes! he's off yeah. That's awesome. Yes! That's um, awesome. It was, uh, it was funny because it was one of my first, I think it was my first ever like, dramatic role. And I really, it was at the ABC. You feel like it's got a bit of cachet. You feel like, geez, I really should, like, you know, yeah. it's going to dig in. Obviously, people know I'm not doing it for the money. I'm doing it for the cred. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'm playing Doing it for the IMDb points. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Eight million every It's obviously point. paid off dividends. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm talking to the director and I said, man, because the brand I was just on, I remember a few days before, and I said, footy player, they've all got really bad kind of sandy blonde hair. Like yes. they just seem to grow it. That's right. And you know, have it's beyond five o'clock shadow. It's just half a beard and they kind of don't care because they're like, whatever, I'm a rough man. He's like, you really, you really want to do it? I'm like, yeah, I don't care. We'll, we'll colour the hair, whatever. But then the hairdresser just gave me these shocking blonde tips. <laughs> and I'm thinking, at least I'm going method. You know, like I've fully given into this. First party I turn up to, my mate's like, you're a fuckhead. <laughs> and I had to go to a wedding, one of my best mate's weddings, like a week after. Oh, and you're it's in all the photos. Caught. Yeah, me yes. with a shocking haircut. Are they still together? The, the, yeah, no, the, the tips, the tips, the broke tips up ruined the relationship. <laughs> he ruined the wedding. That'd be great. Do you, do you want her forever? They, they, Not if she hangs yeah, out yeah. with tools with that like bloke. That. They couldn't con- consummate after seeing the tips. <laughs> yeah. But if you're if you're sort of like you've got to be looking like a Darrow and you're at a wedding, that just kind of gives you the excuse to just act like a full Darrow. Mm. You know what I mean? Like if you got like super pissed now, looking like you do now, people yeah. would go, "He should know better." But if you're there with like moppy hair and blonde tips and a big beard, yeah. they would just be like, "Oh, fair enough." I like the idea that you've done that. And you've got the tips. You've turned up to the wedding and they've all gone, oh, you wanker, look at your white tips, you wanker. And then you go, no, it's for acting. <laughs> oh, you mega yeah, wanker. Yeah. <laughs> bloody theatre. Is this a bloody theatre now? Oh. No, no. Guys, acting for a little thing on the Australian Broadcasting Corporation. Yeah. Oh, Whoa. triple wanker. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Auntie. It, it, oh, yeah, I thought you said it was TV. It's a bloody ABC, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, into in getting back to IMDb, we're saying you know it's hard to get stuff on there. Yet 
that hasn't stopped one uh, crafty scallywag mm. from oh, sneaking yes. in a mini biography onto my IMDb page. So this got sent to me, my little mini biography. Tommy Daslo is a Melbourne, Australia-based comedian who co-hosts the popular and well-regarded comedy podcast, The Little Dum Dum Club with Carl Chandler. It's all legit yeah, so legit. far. That's, that's great. I yeah. don't know what that's got to no, do with TV or movies, but anyway, yeah. good on it. Anyway, next sentence. She has performed <laughs> one-woman shows. Just one, one, one little letter. One, so one little letter has made that a lot funnier. <laughs> she has performed one-woman shows at a number of major Australian comedy festivals, such as the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. A running joke on the Little Dum Dum Club is Tommy pretending she is a male, but maintains her notably feminine voice throughout. When not performing comedy, Tommy is a reviewer of chicken schnitzels on Twitter. <laughs> that's not a bad rap. Jeez, that's sterling work, Chandler. Yeah. That is yeah. very good. I, mean, I don't know why this oh. is on the end here. With a network of high-profile comedy associates and a quick wit, Tommy Daslow is likely to be a future star both as a writer and performer. I don't know why that's tacked on to the end of a diss. Yeah. Like, it's just yeah. really kicking me. And then they've, really, they've felt really bad and been like, yeah. oh, you'll be right, mate. Come on. The good thing about all this stuff about, about people thinking that you're a woman, if I ever want to get a job... Oh, oh there's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I ever want to get a job in radio or something by myself and they go, well, have you ever done a show with a woman before? And I just show them a tape of this and go, clearly, look. Flippity bang. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, look, it's, it's, it's good. You know, what can you do? Yeah, people, it makes people happy. I want Dave Thornton's happy. voice. Dave Thornton's got a good voice. Hey. You've got a. You've done a Holden ad. You've done. Have you done a Holden ad in something else? Holden Thunder. Yeah. Oh, oh yes. Wow. yes. You know I what just I used to, to do. Buy a car oh. Actually, you know what? Yeah, and I don't think uh, I'm talking about. You, no, just, you just made my, somehow made my butthole moist. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> don't know if that was With the, the uh, timber of that voice. Quick, where's the oh. dump button on yeah. this thing? <laughs> Where you made my penis disappear. That is, <laughs> that's the opposite of being attracted. <laughs> yeah. There's a lady oh. present. Yeah. My stars. I'm, I'm starting to vapors. Fi- I'm starting to figure out where your girlfriend refused to have her name mentioned on this podcast. <laughs> Man, I don't think I'm talking out of school with this because they've now gone on to uh, go full time and go quite well at it. When uh, anyone for tennis, friends of the show, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Duty and Jace, they used to work in advertising. Yes. So they used to get oh, me all right. these gigs and doing voiceovers. Oh, right. Because their, uh, yeah, their advertising firm had the Hungry Jacks account. Yes. So I was constantly going in, and it was all the rural ones. So you'd be like, Hungry Jacks is now in buttfuck Toowoomba. Like, <laughs> you'd get to do all those. Moist, moist, moist buttfuck Toowoomba. <laughs> there's, just, there's suburbs in Toowoomba? <laughs> <laughs> wow, I didn't know it was as big as that. Yeah. There's butt fuck, itchy scrote. <laughs> there is, there is. The, uh, imagine going to that suburb late at night and being assaulted, and the cops rolling up, going, "What did you think was going to happen?" Yeah. <laughs> we can't, we, we can't actually put here. this through as a complaint. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jimmy, you've done, you've done ads. You're I certainly ads have. Man. I have do you? voiceovers in the very studio just across there. Oh, really? Yeah. And I'm always for some kind of like a tradie, but the upper echelon tradie. Uh-huh. So I'm like, when I'm looking for drills for my men, I choose Drillomatic or whatever. Like oh, the... I'm not getting you in to fix my sink. Yeah. Yeah. sound any good at all. How is your butt? Is it? Is, it, <laughs> no. is there some kind of uh, it's, moistness? It's arid. It's the Drillomatic. Dry. Is that an ad for something in the Jetsons? That's yeah, very yeah. space age. <laughs> the new Drillomatic. Hey! <laughs> yeah, see, I'd buy something off that voice. Yeah, yeah well, that's uh, it's just my go-to voice. Yeah. What would that voice sell? Um... <laughs> 
premature ejaculation. I'd... No. <laughs> Whoa! Well, you know what I just had? <laughs> I sound like... Uh... No, I reckon that voice is selling electrical appliances yeah. because you've just, for some reason, completely lost your mind and you have put prices up. Yes. <laughs> They've all got to go. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe carpets. Yeah. Maybe carpets that have just recently had percentage taken off them. I've just bought too many carpets. I thought they were flying, but they're just <laughs> the normal kind. Too many carpets. <laughs> Who does that? I no longer have just enough carpets. Yeah. But I you didn't have an adequate sufficiency. You've also been on the yellow pages, Ed. Yeah, have. Oh, that's right. The little look at me guy. And I got cloned as well. Yeah. Uh, so they actually cloned you. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think it would be more cost effective to just use computer technology instead oh, you got of actually. Me. You got me. <laughs> There's no cloning. So uh, which, sorry. I was going to say, which Jimmy James, is this the original Jimmy James Eaton we've got on the show? Or is this, this is number three. Oh, the other one's at home playing Skyrim. One. It's like duplicity. <laughs> yes. Uh, multiplicity. Uh, uh, multiplicity. Duplicity, that's yeah. it. What was Duplicity? That was a show on the other night with uh, Julia Roberts. Oh, is it? But we're talking about Michael Keaton. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. The, yeah. the original Batman. Yes. Well, this time around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's clicking in a lot of people's heads that live in Australia that if you've ever seen that uh, Yellow Pages ad and seen their Look at Me guy and wanted to kill him, you can that's find the guy right here. In Brunswick. Yeah. Yeah. And, just and, and his name is Jimmy James Eaton if so you want to harass him on Facebook. track me down or, <laughs> or come and look at me if you enjoy it. <laughs> well, you, you said it enough times. Yeah, yeah. So. Did, did you get recognised? Uh, yes, I do. Quite a bit. Really? Uh, Still now? Yeah, I'm uh, lucky enough. I work uh, at a children's hospital oh, where wow. uh, with uh, sick kids, funnily enough, and uh, yeah, kids always come what? up and go, ah, oh, you're the look at me guy. And I'm like, oh, you got me. And they think they're pretty uh, awesome. And they've met sort me. of a celebrity before they pass on to the next round. <laughs> oh realm. my God. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, you know, doing my bit. Just yeah. doing my bit. Mate, it's like the Starlight Foundation. They can cross that <laughs> yeah. off. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> 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 I imagine that if some poor sick kid has gone, I want to meet the look at me the guy. The Make-A-Wish Foundation. <laughs> Oh. Brings in Jimmy James, and the doctors go. Well, let's probably not concentrate on trying to make that kid well again if he's going <laughs> to yeah. waste his wishes like that. To be honest, he doesn't shoot high. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> it was cheap. Well, Jimmy comes in, and the kids are really disappointed. And they're like, I actually, just wanted a yellow pages. Yeah, yeah. just take me now. God. Wanted to look up some doctors. <laughs> Do they have a needle you for it? Like you know, eight a k page five seventy eight. What is it? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Jones. Trevor, <laughs> that would be, that would be yeah, great. no, but then you could bring out the drill bits. Come and get me drill bits. Yeah, yeah. Aronson Plumbing. Yeah, yeah. There. That would be great if before the audition they just sent you on this like scavenger hunt. You, you got to come in with a doorknob. You got to come in with uh, some fried noodles. Like you had to find all this shit from oh, the yellow pages. The audition pages. was insane. We had to do all these dance moves, and then I had to have two days of dance choreography. <laughs> and the ad has just been rolled over. Look at that ad again. Six of me all doing the shittest dancing you could possibly imagine. <laughs> but that was choreographed. By someone who choreographed So You Think You Can Dance. So, really? Oh, really? Clang. I was wow. going to say, imagine if that yeah. got you on uh, Dancing with the Stars. Because, I mean, <laughs> yeah. they've, they've, they're sort of scraping as yeah. it is. It's not long until it's a, blo- yes. a bloke yeah. who's been yeah. on one ad. The dancing guy from yeah. the Yellow Pages ad <laughs> four years Nacho ago. Thanks, Nacho Pop. Now it's time for the Yellow Pages dancers. <laughs> yeah, get fat. Look at me. Get fat and go on the Celebrity Weight Loss one. <laughs> you and Dipper. And... That's great. I appreciate oh. that you said get fat. <laughs> yeah. Not, you should go on the weight loss. Thank you. Oh, Thank that you excess so baggage show. Yeah, man, that is it. Just that looks like it's going to be amazing. Yeah, yeah. it will be. Yeah.
I'm, my problem is not... Dipper. Uh, Can I tell this about Dipper? Yes. Um, before, please. Before we do go on, hasn't K-Fed just gone on with it? Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does he do that professionally now? Just go to different countries, get fat, and then lose it on different... Because he's already been on the American really? one. <laughs> what a racket. He's he? been on the American one. Has he? Maybe he goes to another country and goes on a weight gain TV show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just goes back he's and bouncing forth. back like, and forth between. He's in some former communist country of like, he's <laughs> yeah. a country that is yeah. like, who likes to eat? Welcome in K. <laughs> <laughs> and then just just goes good. on a junket around the world. <laughs> wow, just does Oprah, Oprah's sort of thing professionally when she would lose weight and gain it again. Fluctuate, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and what, strangely, his name is K. Fed, Fed, yeah, kilos, two Fed. Yeah. Coincidence. Whoa. So Dipper, Dipper take it easy, Dan Brown. Yeah. Dipper, Robert Dippio Domenico, for people in Australia, will, will and probably in the southern states more know that he's a footballer. Um, he, I don't think I've told this story on the show before, but he, um, I used to work at the AFL. I used to work at the Australian Football League. And You've got so many stories. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> next one. Um, I'm getting fat for a new TV show. No. Um, Dipper. He used to come into the AFL a bit, and uh, I was quite tickled by seeing like little D-grade celebrities and stuff like that. I mean, you'd get a few footballers in there and celebrities, or whatever. So, and the thing was, their phone numbers would be readily available. So I would take, <laughs> oh. I would take these sort of phone numbers and and you know get drunk at parties and maybe call them or you know whatever <laughs> or whatever. So anyway, Dipper was a, was one of those numbers where I got the number and then didn't do anything with it. And I was, I met my girlfriend at the AFL. And it took us like three, four months. For Your us girlfriend's to... Dipper. No, Does no. People want to look no, her up on Facebook. No, <laughs> not Dipper. <laughs> but here's the story. I took down Dipper's number. I put it in my phone and went, "Oh, this will be funny at some stage." Now I started going out with my girlfriend, <laughs> whose name is very close to Dipper. And I had obviously had that in my phone. Now we were very secretive. Now it sounds like your girlfriend's a stripper. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rhymes with Dipper. <laughs> well, I can't rhyme with Dipper because it was, it was next to Dipper's She's name. a big Dipper. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, Do you ride her? No, sorry. Oh, oh Jesus. So anyway, anyway, um, so no, no one at my workplace knew that we were going out, so we kept it very secret. It was all very private, very exciting and you all that sort of stuff. dog, you. Yes. Mm, tell so me more. I would be driving out of work. I'd be driving out of work and I'd be driving, going through the boom gates or whatever, and I'd, get, I'd scroll through the phone and hit uh, my girlfriend's name and go, right, put it on speakerphone, get ready to talk to her, go, oh, we fooled him again today, didn't we? <laughs> now let's go and make out in the park or whatever we'll do. Because so, <laughs> this is in grade 10. Yes, yes, yes exactly. I can it, see how she fell for the charm yeah. of jam. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, worked, I worked at the AFL when I was eight and I drove a car. So You're like a real life sex author yeah, right yeah, now. Exactly. <laughs> oh, this is, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. This is the audio tape of oh, sex life. Tell me more. So Turn over the cassette. Anyway... Click. Um, I was driving out one day and I hit it without really looking at it properly and put it on speakerphone and was driving out and all of a sudden it was ringing and ringing and ringing out and all of a sudden I got a, a, the message bank going, G'day guys, this is Dipper, uh, give us a call back, you ring the big Dipper back, whatever. And I went, oh, click and then just like hung up and went, oh, no problem. Okay, I didn't talk to him. Lucky I didn't ring through or anything. Drove for about five seconds. Get a call. <laughs> Dipper is ringing me back. <laughs> oh. oh, no. So then I'm sitting there going, okay, well, I just won't. I'll just click it and make it go to message bank. Hang on a minute. My name's on message bank. <laughs> Don't do that. So I just let it ring out and was like, oh, it's over. And then I realized that he it went through to message bank anyway. And he would come into, he would work with me sometimes. And I was just, for the next month, two months, three months, 
just pray that no one said my name out loud when he was around. And when he when he come around, I would just leave the leave the building. I'd just go away so no one would say, "Hey, Carl Chandler," and he'd go. And you know, it sounds ridiculous. You'd go to the park because, and make out with your girlfriend. Yeah, as if he would, with one stone. Yeah, as if he would he'd gotten a, some random phone call and then rung it back and had gone, "Hi, my name's Carl Chandler." And go. Whoever that guy is, that name is seared into my brain. And when I catch him... People are crazy. That sort of stuff does happen. Yeah. That would be fantastic if Dipper went like full Terminator. That'd be a great story if Dipper had punched me in the face. Yeah. Yeah. I'm disappointed that... Don't ring me up I'm disappointed that you you actually heard his message on his voicemail. Like, I wish you'd been distracted by like putting your ticket into the car park machine or whatever as it was dialing. And then you just hear the beep and you still think it's your girlfriend and you're like, yeah. Yeah. Hey, babe. I'm horny. Let's yeah, go yeah, make yeah. out. Yeah, and it just answered and I said, yes. <laughs> let's park it up. <laughs> Dipper's like, all right, let's, I'm there. Who is let's this? Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting ready to, to lose some weight. It's time to what? unleash the Diplodocus. <laughs> oh. That is pretty good. You are going to be awarded my own personal brown line. How many times did you see him <laughs> after that? Uh, heaps. Oh, that's great. He would come in. uh, Yeah, Kappa. Kappa would come in. Kappa came in once. (laughs) So tell a story. I'm going to tell a story about Kappa. Okay, tell tell a Kappa story. Yeah, Kappa came in uh, because the ghostwriter of Kappa's autobiography uh, used to work with us. And uh, he knew Kappa. And once we found out we knew uh, that he knew Kappa, we got really excited. And we'd be like, oh, what's he really like? And oh, you should bring him in. You should bring him in here. You should bring him in here. And he loved the attention that was given by uh, the fact that, that we were excited about Kappa. So he started to like buy into it and started to go, yeah, all right, I'll bring Kappa in here. And we're like, oh, you won't bring Kappa in here. Like, no, I'll bring him in. Anyway, one day he was coming in on a plane, Kappa, and he goes, I've organized for him to come directly here. And we're like, nah, nah, nah. He's like, yes, he's coming here. He's here in half an hour. And we're like, oh, that'll be funny. Kappa walked in the door. We started getting, like, losing our shit and got really excited. And we, we were like, oh, this is a joke. But then when he got there, we got really serious and got really excited. And he came in, and the first thing he did was walk in, and we are like starstruck, genuinely starstruck by Kappa. And he walks in and goes, G'day, guys. Are any shields around here? I haven't had me knob polished in about half an hour. <laughs> and we just went up as one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the greatest man that ever lived, oh, Warwick wow. Kappa. Do you know, I think Bill Clinton said the same thing in his inaugural speech <laughs> when he got into presidency. It's but, amazing. So Warwick Kappa came in and had and just, just held us for like half an hour. Whatever he said, we were like, oh, my God. We got him to sign so many things. And then his manager was with him, and he was like going... Oh, I don't know if Warwick can sign that. I don't know if Warwick can. Oh, look, don't harass Warwick too much. I'm like, what are you talking good about? Good thing he's doing his job. Yeah, there was like five people there, and he's like, "Oh, stay away from Warwick. Get behind the <laughs> get behind the boom get gates. Back. You know, get behind the velvet rope." But he's just heard about you with Dipper and more that you're going to get his yeah, phone number yeah. and start harassing him twenty four seven for sex. That would be sweet. <laughs> but uh, I can polish your knob. <laughs> yeah. But he's he's manager right because we were at the AFL and the publishers of the AFL Record, the official magazine of the Australian Football League that sold at games, and uh, we had journos there and whatever. And once the manager found out that there was journos there, he goes, "Oh, you guys are journos. You guys are writers. You work for the AFL Record. I got a story for you. I've just invented this new weight loss technique." And you guys should do a story about it. They're like, well, first of all, why would that be a story in the AFL record? But, but please go on, crazy yeah. man. And he's like, yeah, it's uh, it's great. And he goes, and the journalist would be like, well, 
can you bring it through the proper channels? Like, and he's like, oh, I don't really want to go through the proper channels to get it in the in the magazine because it's not really recommended. It's not <laughs> hasn't been verified by any of the medical boards because they're idiots. They're dickheads. They won't let it go through. I don't know. And they're like, well, what what is it? It's like, well, it's basically a series of wires that you attach to your chest, oh, and it, wow. it gives you it slightly electrocutes you. <laughs> Every every couple what? of minutes, it's slight, that is a it's great pairing of words. Slightly yeah, electrocution, slight electrocution, <laughs> and I was like, "How does that lose your weight?" It's like, "Oh, it just keeps your body on edge all the time, so you're not, you know, you're losing weight. You, you know, your your body's working." And it's like, "I've got it on now. It's great." And he yeah. was like, "Going crazy." <laughs> I can see through time. Yeah. It's his, amazing. There's no side his effects. His body was constantly being electrocuted. <laughs> Wow. Slowly having a stroke. Yeah. Slowly. It's kind of like a really shit version of Storm from the (laughs) X-Men. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's like a more masculine. You've done something. You've killed someone. Instead of giving you all the shocks at once, it's like, we'll we'll just level this out over the next 20 years. And And you'll die eventually. And even as you said, to put in the AFL record. Like, I'm sure guys are turning up the MCG in an afternoon, downing eight beers and three hot dogs. Like, oh, minutes on the lips. Yeah. (laughs) You could go a few jolts right about now. (laughs) On the bright side, though, he can charge his iPhone just by touching it. It's awesome. I told you, there was the story we were telling before, but with Warwick Kappa. I told you I was at a gig. Yep. And usually at corporate events, it's always for, you know, it's a Christmas gig for mm. God knows what company, BHP or whatever. So don't swear, don't talk about God, don't talk about race, don't talk mm. about anything fun. But that corporate I did where uh, I had to interview Warwick Kappa and a couple of NRL stars at this place of all men with topless waitresses that was like something out of, you know, 1982. Uh, it was just the opposite. Like the bloke who actually came to pick me up for the gigs, like, do you get offended by much? And I was like, <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't know. And he's like, oh, he's going to be some shit here today. <laughs> and then like, it, isn't it usually happen the other way around? You ask the audience if they're offended by what nah, they're... Nah, <laughs> this was like one of those gigs. Thought... I don't know why they got me to host this gig. <laughs> and it was like, and when we're, I was interviewing Warwick Kappa, it was like, it was just, I said, oh, I heard you were here last year at this gig, Warwick. He's like, yeah, I was here. Do you know what I did? Shabby porno. Oh. <laughs> and he's telling what? it in front of everyone. While, he's like, while his manager was electrocuting people. <laughs> yeah. And, he was, and I said, oh, yeah, when did you make the porno guys? A couple of years ago. Do you know how long it runs for, guys? Six or nine minutes. <laughs> and, just, oh, and, and, the, and the wiz just had his fingers in the Dave, air. Dave, I really mm. don't think this was a corporate. This does not sound like. <laughs> this doesn't sound like a corporate event at all. Wait a minute. I, I do have to wear a gimp mask. <laughs> they referred to him as glory holes, but I'm not sure what they were doing there. Oh no! That was, that was no yeah. microphone. Yeah, and all those guys said they worked for IMDb. I thought I'd at least get something from it. Oh god! A couple of points. <laughs> Jimmy, you do the odd bit of corporate work, don't you? Yeah, man, You're I do. There? And I used to have to interview uh, famous people for an ABC show. Ah. And there was what, like, I used to do this thing called um, How the Quest Was Won, where I was the crazy interviewer. Mm-hmm. And I had to. Now, do... This wasn't proper TV, this was Perth TV. Yeah, sorry, this is ABC, yeah. Australian Broadcasting. Uh, <laughs> it's not real. I, IMDb, is it on your IMDb? Oh, I, don't, I don't even think I have an IMDb. Okay. We'll, I haven't see, checked. About, we'll see about that. Oh, shit. <laughs> but I had to, um, like, so basically, like, there'd be an, audi- uh, uh, an interview where, like, Harry Connick Jr., I had to, like, Sneak in um, different vegetables into like the interview or whatever, and hilarity. What? Yeah, I know. And then at the end, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, I said all these fruit names you didn't realise." Whoa! Was Except that the quest? We got it. Yeah, that him. was the quest. That we, we got, got him. Tonic Junior. Yeah. We got him. We, we, got we him. smashed him. Just, yeah. I just thought you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but then there was one where I had to. The only one that didn't get through was one uh, with a very well-known uh, country and western singer. Let's just call him G. Bernigan, uh, oh. who always wears a hat. Uh, there was one where I had an earpiece and one of the other presenters was telling me to do stuff during the interview. Hang on. So it was like, was it Lee Kernigan? <laughs> <laughs> 
I will neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> oh, that makes sense because yeah, it yeah. rhymes with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he wears a hat too. But, uh, so. Now, yeah. when did he play football? <laughs> <laughs> Still playing and singing some great songs. But, uh, yeah, he, like, basically, um, so someone was telling me through the um, earpiece what to do. So during the next question, pretend you're riding a horse. So I'd be like, oh, so how's your next I'm album going? I'm so glad this show's not on anymore. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. <laughs> but then at the very end, it was like, and then I started asking about uh, certain things where he just had no idea and his, his manager, all of us, like Kappa's manager was like oh no stop you can't answer him that and then all of a sudden at the end we're like oh surprise surprise we were doing all this crazy shit in the background and his manager's like what the fuck <laughs> and grabs like goes turn that fucking shit off and like we all turning the like cameras off and stuff except for one guy Robbie who was still filming is like you're still bloody filming and grabbed the tapes and just went out of there and yeah and wow. we were just sitting there like wow this is uh Lee Kernigan, and that's a... why Lee Kernigan moved to Perth and got a job at the at Subi Jeans store. <laughs> <laughs> One of my great Twitter claims to fame is that you know how sometimes famous people follow you; they'll they'll you, you'll be retweeted by someone and whatever. Yes. Yeah. I don't have many famous people follow me, but I have Lee Kernigan's wife follows me, oh, and every now and then, what's her? Will send me a message going, "Oh, that was a good joke," and I'll be like, "Sweet, thanks, Lee Kernigan's wife." <laughs> <laughs> you should just, what if you just pretended like you didn't know who she was and you just went on a Lee Koenigan tirade yeah. one day? You should try and no, but stir then would, some shit up. That would be bad. Well, you're a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, story <laughs> you eat the rules for breakfast. Hey, uh, I just looked up uh, Jimmy James Eaton, IMDb. Um, the first thing that came up was Terry Shand. Oh, well, I'll take that. Who died in 1977. And you did that. He's one of those guys who... <laughs> you killed Terry Shand. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny. Here's some trivia. Composer together with Jimmy Eaton of the song Chin Chin Baby. Yeah, like that was Cry Baby was Cry. Well, we love chins and we love babies, so we decided to uh, finally combine both. Uh, what was it I like th- being born in uh, Uvalde, Texas? Uh, it, was, it was tough. Uh, I got a horrible bout of polio, but... Uh, <laughs> It's come through. Texas is known for that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, can I ask this? Uh, so Dave Thornton, you're on the show today. I've, I've picked that up. Um, <laughs> on the way, playing at home. You're on, on it. Yeah. On, on the way in. On the way in. I talked to a, a a friend of mine who is a listener of the show, but um, she hadn't listened for about three months, and she was catching up. And I was telling Tommy before that. Uh, She's three months ago, so she's talking to me like as if it's a current show. Yeah. And she's going, oh, Daslow's girlfriend's not back for, until December. What's going on there? I'm like, that was last December. That was last December. You're listening to a, to a show from October. Yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, no, it's good. I'm catching up. It's all, you know, it's all good shows and whatever. And, and I said, oh, I'm actually on my way to, to record one now. She goes, oh, who's on the show today? Anyone I know? I said, oh, and she knows quite a few um, comedians. Right. Uh, she, I said, Jimmy James Eaton. She said, oh, I don't know him. Yeah. Well, um, I'm not on IMDb. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm sure, she's familiar, I'm sure she's familiar with Terry Shands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So classic did, you. Yeah. Such an unnecessary yeah. detail to bring into the story just to bring Jimmy <laughs> down that She probably doesn't yeah, like yeah. good comedians. Well, <laughs> to be honest, likes bad ones. she did know him and she hates him. So oh, I, I did gussy that up. Not a fan <laughs> of the beatbox silly voice comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Only stories. She likes straight interviews. She doesn't <laughs> want any carrots or yeah. shit in there. She any, just wants the interview without she's a any big of this where the quest fan. was done. <laughs> she's your kibosh, the Lee Kernigan beating, <laughs> and just laying to the bloke sit, sitting <laughs> next to you. That's all right. I, t- I take your language. Much too love. polite to lane to someone on the internet. I'd rather yeah. do it to their face. Who you will yeah, never meet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and I said, uh, Jimmy James Eaton, hate him. Okay, she said, big move fan, on. Big fan. Move on. <laughs> Um, probably going to start beatboxing halfway yeah. through or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. I said, the other person is Dave Thornton. And I thought, I, I thought that she would know you, Dave. No. And she goes, yeah, oh yeah, Dave. Yeah, I know, I know Dave. He doesn't beatbox. Yeah. She goes, uh, she goes, Dave, he's got a dark side, I think. <laughs> I went, what? Really? She goes, yeah, I can, I can sense it. He's got a dark side. Oh. 
He's sly. There's something going on there. Mark my words. Sly. Yes. She said that word and I said, I don't think I know anyone that uses the word sly, but she used it. Wow. She said, you've got a dark side. So I've got undertones. Yes. What, in what respect? I don't, well, that's what I asked. I said, what, what, what does that mean? Yeah. He's a happy-go-lucky guy. He does just, the Holden voice. You just, know? Be, just, a, just a good, easy-going bloke. Uh, Holden, I'll wouldn't be honest, employ, Holden wouldn't employ someone with dark undertones to their voice. Oh, they might. They might want that I'll be honest. Side. I see it now. Yeah, yeah. do I'm, you? I'm looking into yeah. the eyes and there's... He's not smiling at me now. There's something, there's yeah. something going on. No, that's yeah. just the sun Guys, I'm a bit scared. I think I should upload this file right now. I think maybe we're not going to make it out of the studio alive. Maybe He's wow. the guy who killed Terry Shan. Oh, <laughs> covered it up. And you pinned it on me. That's <laughs> double. Dave, that's double slide. You do have a dark side. <laughs> to be honest, I'm from the future. Oh. <laughs> what is, what's it like? Dipper sent me back in oh, time. Oh, no. <laughs> it's a big take down Carl We've Chandler. got a clone Carl and we've and got someone from the future in here today. Oh, what a double up. Wow. Future uh, boys. What's the worst thing you've ever done? Yeah. Is it, can you give us the any? The worst thing I've ever done? Yeah, yeah, or one of the worst things you've ever done. Have you committed oh. any crimes? Oh, you know. Stab some cunts. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> using the C-bomb just then was the worst thing you've done on the show. And you stabbed um, them. Oh. I'm just trying to think. Oh, I remember when we were, oh, that was just one of those things when we were kids. I remember going to like a half-built house around my mate's place and yeah. we kicked all the copper piping in and we would have been like 15. And oh. I remember they were like, we're going to take you guys to court. Like oh, You are really? legitimately going to have to pay for this entire house. And that was one of those, oh, I don't think we've done good, guys. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> how did they find you? Did you put it on your status update on Facebook? What, how do they know that you've no, done it? How's this for just idiocy? Hashtag copper pipes. We, we just, oh, this is pre-social media, mate. This yeah. is 15. This is when you actually in, talk to people. When this, yeah, oh. we, would, we would just sit around in this half-built house and just think we were kind of a bit cool. And you know, like mid-teens, yeah. so you'd... You know, you, you get some contraband alcohol and just whatever you could find. And how awesome. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you grew up in the Depression. Yeah, you're, you're swigging a bit of moonshine. And there's nothing more exciting than Couple building sites. As a young bloke, building sites were awesome. Because yeah. you can kind of... It's like a clubhouse. Well, it felt yeah, like ev- build it. everything was kind of breakable. You yeah. know what I mean? It was like... oh, and then, and then the untouchables caught up to you and got you, nabbed you. No, well, they, Elliot they, Ness. We, we did it. We, we did kick the pipes in and we just thought, oh, this is awesome. But then our, as idiots as we were, we went back like a couple of days later, like, let's still hang out in the house. Yeah. <laughs> And then and they turn classic up, dumb criminal move. Yeah. And they turn up with a to video watch your camera. Handiwork. They turn up with a video camera. Really? We're like, yeah, we're filming you, and they're like, "Yeah, we can't pin you." Like we we're like, "No, they didn't say we can't pin you," but they were like, "What? Well, we've filmed you. This has happened. We got the eerie feeling it's you guys." Like you know, the yeah. courts can figure this out, or possibly a current affair. You know, it was yeah. like we well, got the footage now, and then we kind of went back to my dad's. My mate's dad's place. And we're like, oh, we've done this, we've done this, oh, we haven't done good. Oh. And then they kind of... Man. Is that what started your on-screen career on A Current Affair? Just... Good kids gone yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. I could have been... I could Copper be, pie. I could That's on his IMDb. Right yeah. yeah. I could have been Jeevy. Hey, yeah. They legitimately were like, you were going to pay for all it. And like, it was, it was like tens of thousands of dollars. Oh. And we were just like... And so what oh, happened in the end? So How did you bounce it? Our mate's dad is just a country guy. was just like, that. they called him up because they saw we all went back to the house, which is only a couple of blocks up the road. And they like called and said, we know what your son's done. And he went through them. And we were all just sitting around like, oh, Dokey's old man, what a good bloke. And then gets off the phone and gave it to us tenfold. <laughs> yeah. Like just wow. was like, yo, little. And then just ripped through Thought us. Thought you were going to work on the 7 p.m. project until you pay this back. <laughs> yeah. So I think you're in Sing Sing and we're going to call you Pipey Thornton. <laughs> yeah. So that's as sly as I got. Wow. I feel really bad. Really oh. I think I think my friend could tell that about you. Yeah. Yeah. She, she had that, that copper feeling about you. That's my dark undertones. Yeah, right. That's a, that's a nice dark side though because you're still a good guy. You just got in a bad place with some pipes. Yeah. I've never... <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I've seen pipes do the that to good times kids. Said that, said, <laughs> some policemen have said that to young for, teens. Falling in with the wrong plumbing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> You've got to start hanging around, stop hanging around these reams yeah. and these... Uh... They, you see the kids, they see Mario Brothers, they <laughs> yeah. think it's all good, yeah. and then they bloody try it yeah. themselves. It's those bloody Armitage Shanks boys again, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Things that, you know, being a kid and being a teenager was pretty cool because everything's a lot more intense. Like even Absolutely. Like when bad things happen, I remember like driving to school when I was eight years old, uh, like I was talking about before. By yourself? Um, yes. Just behind driving the wheel? Driving the car, yes. <laughs> talking to Dipper on the phone. Um... <laughs> No, but going like being in the back seat of the car with mum and dad, and something happening at school, and just going, if I if there was a God, I would pray to Him now and to make me not go to school today. Like yeah, but, and it was yeah. something like, oh, you know, I broke a window or something, and it'd yeah, be like, yeah, yeah. oh my God, I wish I was dead. Like this yeah. is amazing. I've had this consistently through my uh, schooling uh, career. For You're still a, a better school. term, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be surprised. Um, so, how's your report card? But I, uh, I always love that too. Sucking up two days before the report came out, like sure, this will just smooth over the year that was. Click <laughs> A plus. But the only thing I really got in trouble with at school was mooning. I would moon all like it was just the really? thing. I thought just it was. Your a, bum out. I think because my old man it's was so Geelong. My, but my, <laughs> mooning's yeah. hilarious. That's how you get into Geelong, Grandma. <laughs> yeah. I was only public school mooning, but if you want to go top notch, yeah, yeah could down get your strides. All right, you're in. You'd, you'd cop a pipe hanging out your ass. That, <laughs> that was probably the real problem. Yeah. That's how they found you. That's horrendous. And, and people were filming it. It's all, <laughs> all copper. I forgot I left it up there. This is embarrassing. Hold on to this for a while. But it was like I. Because my dad would do it. My dad would just moan people and find it <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, he would just... What like, a great man. As, yeah, what a great man. What a legacy. And uh, and so when I was a kid, I just thought, because it's your bum. Like, do you know, yeah, everyone's yeah. got a bum. Like, yeah. it's like yeah. when you're well, a kid, you can't just go yourself. flashing your ghoulies. Yeah, yeah true, true. Yeah, and it's like, you know, it's just a bum. Like, yeah. that's all I always thought. So yeah. in primary school, I got done for it. And then in high school. But I remember, like, a moon, and then, like, the next day, like, it got around. And then a teacher, like pulled me in and was like, I was in big trouble, but then like I had to break it down for him. You know, he goes, what do you think you're in here for? <laughs> and you're like, um, oh, I, don't, I don't know. I think something happened. It's like lunchtime. Yeah. Can you tell me what it was? And you're like, I pulled my pants down and showed everyone my bottom. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. How do you think we're supposed to punish this, Thornton? <laughs> it's like. He's a proper, to... that's proper cop questioning because you're not allowed to do any leading questions. Yeah. So yeah, he's yeah Mr. Whelan was right onto it at the time. And then they go to technique. give you the strap. They get yeah. you to pull your duds down. They get you in trouble again because you got your bath <laughs> uh, hanging out Yeah, you go, what are you in for? Put to me for, mate. Yeah. Just that uh, thing when you'd get sent to the principal's up. office and you'd forget that he can't administer the death penalty or anything like that. You yeah. know, you're waiting and you really feel like you're going to cop a public beheading or something. Yeah. Like, oh, what's yeah. the, worst, the worst thing that happens is, hey, don't come to school for a week. Oh, All right, good I, rem- one. I remember being in <laughs> such a bad way one time when they threatened with me with taking the house captain off me. You were house captain. I was the house captain. What, what kind Hello. of shitbox of a school did you go <laughs> yeah. to? You were a leader amongst me. Oh, the blind leading the blind. Christ almighty. I'm starting to see how Mary Barrow went oh, down here. I want to go <laughs> to your shit. high school reunion just to see the sad sacks that you beat out. To be fair. <laughs> my, my oh, yes. Captain. To be fair, you I think the only, res- the only responsibility I believe I had as house captain <laughs> was I picked the order that people went in for the tunnel ball. I think that was the only thing That's I actually huge. got to do. Okay. Are there still kids that like went to school with you that still hold you as their captain? Yeah. <laughs> You're still my yeah, captain, yeah. Carl. I still, and I still order them around and put them in different uh, orders as well. Um, 
And, and then one. I go through their legs. Oh, that's nice. I haven't, <laughs> been to any, uh, I haven't been to any high school reunions yet, but I'd, yeah, I'd be fascinated either. to see the, the earlier ones. It's because you just graduated. Yeah. Six months ago. Yeah. We're all thinking yeah. it. Yeah. We're all oh, thinking it. And it was a girls' easy. college. Yay! Yay! And you're fat. Boring. I would be fascinated to see whether, like, the school captains, when you have your early, like, you maybe your five-year reunion. I was kind of fascinated to see if the school captains still kind of hold themselves with a bit of swagger. Rock and you know, a bit of like, yeah, I'm the school captain. Polishing it's like, it man, it's five years on. Like, yeah, some people here it. have better jobs than get you. Get over it, mate. I've got a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what CEO? What Says does that stand for? everyone in the room at once. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, I want to talk about this. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, my friend Charlie, is uh, one of those guys. I don't know if any of you guys have this guy in uh, your group of friends. but Charlie? Uh, uh, yeah, do you know anyone called Charlie? Um, I do. Unanimously, you know the friend who's got bad luck in a certain area. Yes. So this mate of mine, every time we go out for a meal, something without fail is always wrong with his food. And it's gotten to the point where it's like, is every restaurant in Melbourne in on this? Because it's just gotten to the point where it's ridiculous. Like the first time it happened, we all went out, we all ordered a Palmer. Ours all come out and they're huge. His comes out 10 minutes later and it's like half the size. Like a thing where it like had to be a joke because it's like you wouldn't, you, there's no way you could serve that and think that's a, an appropriate size. So then, you know, we'll all order something crazy and a bit difficult. He'll order something just, you know, an entree that's like super simple. His comes out 15 minutes late. Just all like it's cold, like everything goes wrong for him. Recently we went out and uh, his food's come out first and we're like, oh, the curse has been broken. And he looks down at his burger and goes, "Ask for it with chips instead of wedges." Oh, what? <laughs> now you're just being yeah. unfair. Yeah. That's just—it's still potato. He's but he's projecting just, it on himself. But just constantly. So, the other night, Friday night, he's um he's at home alone and he orders a pizza and he's got the Pizza Hut app that you can like you put your details into it and you you put your address in and it just sends it automatically. Hashtag so, lazy. Yeah, exactly. So he does that. He puts his stuff in, orders his pizza. It's waiting for like 45 minutes, an hour, hour and a half, still not there. Gets onto him and looks it up. Turns out it's been sent to, he's had it sent to Victoria Street, Windsor, and it's been sent to Victoria Street, Windsor in Brisbane. (laughs) (laughs) Which, the more I thought about it, because he'd already, you have to put your credit card details in. He's already paid for it. (laughs) So I just love this image of a bloke just hanging out at home by himself on a Friday night. Ding dong, here's your pizza. Uh, uh, yeah, okay, great. Just taking it. and It's probably his alter ego, who's That's... another Charlie who just has great luck. He's like, jeez, <laughs> yeah. I'm a bit hungry. Ding dong. Yeah. I'm getting lucky, yeah, Charlie. have been going yeah. parallel for yeah. all this time and then finally they've intersected. <laughs> oh, I didn't want wedges, but I got chips instead. Yes. Yeah. I was talking to him about it the next day and I've never seen anyone so flat out angry about something before. Like, Is it only food luck or is it all food oh, it's No, it's, mo- it's only food luck. Yeah. 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 I'd love that, mate. Like when that happens to a mate when you were all ordering food. Oh, yeah, it's great. Right. Oh, when he gets it late. And oh. it was one of I used things... to cop that with my mates, and it's one of those things where something happens once and then they go, Latesy, you're the guy who gets everything yeah. late. And it's like, yeah. I got my spaghetti late once. They're like, yeah, yeah, you always get <laughs> your spaghetti late. It. Hey, look well, at you. How, that's how I felt this thing would be. Like, I felt like it was like as soon as we start making fun of him about this a lot, then it's just going to stop happening. But yeah. it's been like two years. Yeah, right. Every single meal we've had out together. It's flat out, like, all the time, yeah, possibly. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, man, my old housemate who, uh, we live in, a, like, a three-story kind of terrace apartment thing. Uh, I'm in the bottom level, and it's actually been flooded twice when I've lived there. Oh, because really? Just because of the shit-ass weather that's been happening lately. Like, and it's always about February, March. And uh, both times, my uh, old housemate, 
he's like, I don't know if I'd help him out in the same. Like, he's there and he'd be bucketing water. I've never been home. He's been there and he's bucketed the water out and kind of made sure my room's been oh. okay and everything like that. But we loved bu- just busting each other's chops. And like, when he moved out, he was kind of really busy because they bought a house and they were really, and I've called him a couple of times, but he was just in the midst of work or trying to still figure out the move and just really busy. And then when we had a massive, like uh, there was rain for a good 24 hours and it was ridiculous. Yeah. That's the only time he called me back was like, has it flooded again? <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to hear how shit my life yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, you got a good mate. Is that just a story about Carl? Because that sounds... Oh, <laughs> oh. oh. oh hey. I love it how it gets really hurt when that just gets yeah. attached. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were the one who started all this. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are Damien, hey. all right? I want yeah, this, you're the house I captain. All... You should be able to take this kind yeah. of shit. <laughs> I want this all on my You've terms. You've got to make the yeah. hard decisions. <laughs> you know, look <laughs> at the prefect to... here getting all sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> do you still With have great... your badge? Uh, I, I think I do somewhere. Oh, yes. Why would you chuck out your badge? No, I've still got mine. I was... Uh, arts captain with a uh, friend of the show, Xavier Michaelides. Oh, really? Oh, really? Halfies. There's and when a... we put them together, we formed this Voltron. It was yeah. awesome. <laughs> if you put both of you together, you still don't have any hair. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> My he Achilles heel. does he? <laughs> oh, you what got me. Arts captain? Yeah, arts captain. What does that mean? So it's captain of the arts. So if there's any art, captain like, of bad painting. art shit going on, <laughs> Oi, stop it. You painting that picture. <laughs> Slow down. You get to pick. Who's in the painting team? We've got to sort it out. We got you to administer pen licenses. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Paintbrush no, licenses. Sadly, not. We didn't get that kind of power. <laughs> what is it? Arts club? Um, like, what are you. Oh, this is in high school, though, but arts captain. So we did all the plays and stuff. And uh, Captain of a play. Kind of well, you still haven't addressed what the yeah. captain means. Yeah. We, like, we were in charge. We sorted it out. But what captain of a play. Of yeah. anything creative. Jimmy, I've, anything I went creative. to a good school as well, so I, I oh, know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in terms of pen licenses, uh, <laughs> I've never got mine. Oh, what? And I use pens. So oh. I can take that, Mrs. Mulheron. You've, you've put that on the record and now the fuzz are going to come for you. They are going to bust me. Wait, That's so, the bad thing that, I, so that you, I've done. Did you guys cool. wear blazers at your high school? Yeah. And did you have that thing where, did, Badges, did you play or... that game where you'd try and rip off people's pockets off their blazers? Yes. Yeah, I was, I was the captain of that at my school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But Capo. that was the thing, like, you'd get double points if you ripped off, because at ours, if yeah. you had house colours or your prefect, you had, like, a little fancy thing on the on the pocket of your blazer. And if you managed to rip that off someone else's, that was, like, bonus points. And there'd be a bit of a thing at the end of the year of, like, bringing out all the different, like, blazer pockets that you'd Oh, your off. collection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a yeah. similar People thing really at Mirabeau High School. If you punch someone, you got to go home early. Is that, <laughs> is that something? Yeah. Well done. <laughs> is that why you became captain? Because you'd punch the least number yeah. of people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> At Belmont High School, you just had to kick the shit out of someone and get a free chocolate Big M because it entertained us for lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> if you vote for me, you won't get yeah. us hurt. There was a, did I ever told this before? People. When uh, there, was a, there was a guy we went to school with that we got very into. Oh, I think, I'm sure I've told this before. About the guy that <laughs> opened up a grave and chopped off someone's hand. No, <laughs> no, not at all. What? <laughs> there was a guy that sort of got a bit to- tormented at school. <laughs> And I, I, honestly, I know you're going to think that I was the chief. I was the you captain the of captain. it. I wasn't the captain of Tormenting. Don't even bother. Pre- don't even bother. Yeah. I really that wasn't. Preamble. Don't well, bother. All right, oh, well, you're wasting your time. Okay. Well, this is what happened, right? There was this one this. time, there's this guy that you, he was just a bit hopeless. Oh, he was the guy. I think I've told the story about how he used to make up stories and he told stories about finding a, a ghost town. He walked into a cave oh, yeah, and touched yeah. a wall it and it opened. A there was called... a ghost town in there. It wasn't a guy oh, called he went, JJ, was it? No. Oh. He went fishing and he chucked dynamite in a lake and every fish 
flew out of the water and he caught them all in his boat. <laughs> and then and one they were time, already caught. He's one... trying to catch a roadrunner yeah. and what? painted I, a tunnel. Jimmy, I like how you're trying to make these stories stupid of what, what they are, but <laughs> yeah. the, the, it's not going to happen. These stories are ridiculous. They are the, uh, the paramount of stupid. Yeah, and another <laughs> the other story was that he, he his dad, no, his grandma accidentally started up a, a motorbike and it flew off and she was flying sideways off it and it hooked up an old grandpa and then there was like a totem pole of old people hanging off this motorbike. Anyway, That's, that's not my friend who... That isn't like your friend. That never happened to your friend. During Xanadu, he got up and started dancing and the whole audience started dancing as well. And they all started this real life Xanadu. There's nothing like that story. Yeah, and then he went outside and blew up the lake and some fish. You are the captain of shit comparisons. Vice captain. <laughs> I just want to... So, anyway. Carl, it sounds like your friend is Wiley e. Coyote. With yeah, the stories exactly. He's coming out with. I don't know if I said exactly. that last time you told And every so, time you saw it, would you go, aye, aye, aye. So, this guy, right. He, you already know, I've painted the picture of what sort of guy this guy was. Shit picture. So, right. Oh, man. It's a little mud mat. I don't think the arts captain yeah. licensed you to yeah, paint that, that picture. Yeah. You that painting is... Sorry, sorry if there was no room for a Yoda voice in that story. Yeah. I'm sorry. You, oh, just quickly, oh. just quickly, do you reckon high schools now will... They'll, it, how long is it before there's a podcasting captain at high school? <laughs> that's got to be starting up pretty soon. He comes in and presses the record button. <laughs> so... Um, this guy, he got, uh, you know, a bit tormented because he was a ridiculous kid. Because no one would believe his stories. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So one time, it, like, there was about a dozen of my friends that just got the big hose that was on the, the, the oval and just oh wrapped him God. up in it, wrapped him up in it, and then played tug of war oh. <laughs> and, like, just crushed him. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, I wasn't part of it. You're you saying, were. Yeah, you were. You p- would have been part of the tug of war. You would have been overseeing it. I wasn't the captain. I wasn't the captain. More people on that side. No, I was. I was the captain of lifelong trauma. I a little bit of intelligence kicked in with me, and I went, "I can see. <laughs> I can see how this is going to go down badly. A guy's being strangled." In hose, I can see this. There's, there's no. There's... Wasn't wasn't that another classic thing when you were growing up, where you'd be you'd be skylarking around and going, "Oh, what is this? We're kicking this guy around. Oh, we're doing this." And then there'd be that split second moment where you could see shit going down, like yeah. you, the split second moment where you realised this is going to go badly. Where all of a sudden you'd just go from thrills to just. Oh God, yeah. no! Like in a in a in a flat out, just that exactly. horror. And then you have those moments where you wish oh, wish to God, oh, if I could get out yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah. But it's right before it happens when you you know it's going to happen. Like you've been, you know, doing whizzy dizzies or whatever, and someone's up in the air. And you're like, how good is it that they're up in there? Oh no, he's going to crack his skull. Yeah. Bang! Oh. Yeah, yeah. So this all happened. Right, I didn't have anything to do with it. But when when everything went down, they got everyone into the principal's office or whatever and I got dragged in there and I was like I honestly didn't have anything to do with it they're like yeah but you would have and I'm like I didn't and there was guys that were in the thing that were dragging me and going nah you were in there I'm like I wasn't in there I wasn't there. Like this has got Chandler's fingerprints yeah. all over it. <laughs> exactly. They found a little fragment of a stripy shirt and yeah, went, uh... yeah. exactly. So anyway, this kid, that's what that's what happened to this <laughs> the kid. The old stripy shirt. And we'd be like, Classic oh, well, it's a bit of a laugh, whatever, this guy. Anyway... I moved on when I went to uh, uni. It was like first year of uni, and I was like saying to people, oh, I come from Maribor, and they're like, oh, Maribor, whatever. And then, um, like, a couple of days into it, front page of the Herald Sun, of the big newspaper, it went, oh, this kid that I knew, this kid had uh, dug up a grave in Maribor, chopped off the hand of a woman who'd just been buried, and was using it as an ashtray. What? Oh my god! And that was you the have, same actually, guy. You have told that on the show, but not with the preamble. Right. Of the fact that you were the one that made him go crazy. I did it. Do it. <laughs> I was. St- I I held on to house captain. So. <laughs> 
I couldn't have been guilty. Yeah. It says more about the dodgy nature of yeah. the school than yeah. it does about your qualities. You yeah. cut a woman's hand off and used it as an ashtray. The, the only person that could have been house captain replaced me was the guy in the middle of the hose, and he was. They yeah. couldn't have given it was to yeah. I can imagine Townley going, You've got to take the fall for this one. I've got to keep face. I'm, I'm the captain. Yeah, yeah exactly. The vol- volleyball team is a winning team. I'm going to keep this up. Who's your captain? Man, that is horrendous. Yeah. It's absolutely. How horrendous. did they catch him? Oh. Uh, I don't know. I guess it was probably a, th- a Thornton thing where he's still sitting there playing with the hand on top of the grave, <laughs> making, making it a hand puppet going, I dug you up, didn't I? Yes, you did. I'm your friend. I'd rather have a tug of war with you. And yeah. folks say if you drive through Maryborough to this day, you can still hear him screaming, Jam! <laughs> You've beaten me in the volleyball too many times. Now I've got three hands. Guys, that brings us to the end of the program for another week. Thank you very much, Jimmy James Eaton. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much, Dave Thornton. Thanks, guys. You lads that have stuff coming up to plug. Uh, Jimmy, what do you got coming yeah, up? Yeah, man. Uh, I've got a show in the Melbourne, Sydney and Perth Comedy Festival Ooh. called One Small Sketch for Man. Oh, yes. I see what you've done there. And is, when's this going out? Wednesday. Wednesday. I'll be at Soft Belly. Oh. On Thursday. Get on it. If you're in Melbourne and you've gotten this the day it comes out, tomorrow night... Yeah. Oh, and uh, the big hoo ha, which the is uh, February second. Oh yes, get on it, get on that. If you want to see more of Jimmy James Eaton, Dave Thornton. Yeah. What do you got coming up? Uh, I've got my live show, The Sum of All the Parts, which will be playing in Adelaide, Brisbane, and Melbourne during all their respective comedy festivals. An hour of very sly comedy. <laughs> <laughs> with comedy with a dark side. Just, just underhanded. Yeah. Free copper piping with every ticket. <laughs> <laughs> what happens? Right? It's like Cluedo. I kill one of the audience members. <laughs> With a copper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With a copper pipe. It was Thornton in the dad. abandoned uh, half-built house with some copper <laughs> with piping. The, with the pipe, piping and the slime. It was Chandler on the oval with a hose. Um, <laughs> Carl, you're in Adelaide uh, this week. Uh, if you're just getting onto this in time. Well, the 17th to the 20th or something like Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, you and Nick Cody. Uh, I've got T-shirts. I'm bringing T-shirts. Bring T-shirts. If you're uh, overseas or, or somewhere in Australia that's not Adelaide or Melbourne and you want a T-shirt, littledumdumclub at gmail.com and we will get one to you. Guys, thank you very very much for listening. We will see you next time with more Dickheadery all together now. See you, mate.